let's continue with our lessons on meeting with the king of kings and, and what it is to have that strong connection and we're building it where it needs to be built which is in our hearts which is that's where we know and so now let's let's talk about let's continue with our lessons here and so let's talk about prayer prayer this is the actual tefillah so near the end of our previous lesson we gave over fundamental principles of avoda that how we have to speak to hashem directly in nochak the second person not in the star the third person and this is one of the most important concepts we're going to discuss we have to always live with Hashem and not feel detached from Him. And so now, with Siyat Adishmaya, let's discuss the level of tefillah. So David Amalek revealed the true relationship to tefillah. And, and I am tefillah. His entire life from beginning to the end was all about tefillah. And this teaches us that beyond the, beyond the three prayers that Hazal have established to say each day, the proper approach is, as we're taught, if only a person would pray all day long. So what does that mean? So before we spoke about feeling that Hashem is right next to us, right? And feeling His divine presence. But we didn't really deal with the principle of tefillah. We stated that you have to recognize Hashem's existence, presence, and providence. And in fact, every challenge in your avodah and every spiritual attainment has to involve tefillah as we're going to explain now so we stated before that a person has to recognize hashkaha pratits which is divine providence for example you might move your hand right and you're going to ask who moved it and with my physical eyes it seems like i moved it but i know master of the world that the one who's truly moving my hand is you and no one else no one lifts a finger down below unless a proclamation is issued from above so here you should introduce the aspect of tefillah so say to hashem intellectually i know that you govern the world and therefore it's you who move my hand but my heart makes me feel that a person controls himself and i ask you hashem to enable my intellectual knowledge to influence my heart so that it too can really feel this truth so in other words Besides working to infuse this awareness of Hashem's province, you have to engage in tefillah. You, you'll feel the contradiction between your mind and your heart, and you want to really feel the truth. So add a tefillah and entreat Hashem, master of the world. If you don't help me to fulfill, to feel your province, all the effort in the world will not help. I can only initiate an arousal from below, but success mainly comes from you. And these prayers have to be said in the second person. So such words bring us to the state of and I am prayer. And so that you're going to pray properly throughout the hour of daily contemplation. You should consider the significance of prayer. It's written in the Torah that it was before any wild shrub existed on the earth and before any wild plants had yet sprouted for Hashem had not yet brought rain upon the earth and there was no man to work the ground. So here Rashi explains how to understand this verse by switching its order. Why was there no rain? Because there was still no human being to work the ground. But even more fundamentally, there was no one to recognize and appreciate the benefit of rain. So only later when Adam existed and he recognized the necessity of rain for the world did he pray. So in response, the rain fell. And the trees and vegetation sprouted. So here we see the well-known principle that anything one seeks may be material, 
may it be spiritual, has to be attained through 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 tefillah, through prayer. Because without prayer, you can't achieve a single thing. So when we're working in this area, we have to stop and say before Hashem, Master of the world, I see that even one who does not observe Torah means what receives blessings from you. And it seems then that one can achieve blessing even without prayer. And on the other hand, I believe the words of Hazal who said that prayer is needed for any blessing. So master of the world, I pray that my faith in the words of Hazal will be sound and that although my eyes of flesh and blood cannot see this truth, that I will have the merit to believe in it completely. And so you see here that some people need to clarify this intellectually and perhaps at length, but you must still pray to maintain the emuna that nothing can be achieved without tefillah and this emuna itself requires tefillah so as you as long as you believe that tefillah is needed only for extra extra aid from above in other words you feel that it's essentially up to you and you can basically take care of it yourself and get what you need then you haven't yet appreciated the nature of tefillah you have to therefore work to attain the level of true tefillah you have to know in your heart that without tefillah you can achieve nothing nothing so you have to contemplate this point and review it again and again and again speak to hashem and say to him i know that if i don't pray i won't achieve anything i don't feel this fact strongly yet but it's clear to me in my mind i ask you hashem please help me to feel the need for tefillah and to live accordingly and you say this time and again and again until you deeply feel that in fact without prayer nothing can be attained and so now we've learned two facts about tefillah first that tefillah demands an avoda of its own in other words in order to reach the level where the tefillah is going to be really true and come from the depth of the soul you have to strive to recognize that without tefillah nothing can be attained and you have to work on this a great deal this is not this is not like a, a, a chick chat you have to continually work on this and the second the second fact is that tefillah encompasses all our avoda so there's no aspect that does not require tefillah first so if you want a livelihood you have to pray if you want to get married you have to pray if you want children you have to pray you have to pray for everything and this is true even with material concerns but the main need is when you seek spiritual attainment in every aspect of avoda if you really want to attain a level you have to join tefillah to your efforts they go hand in hand the sefarim hakadoshim teach us that the four legs of Hashem's throne correspond to Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov, and David. So Abraham Avinu is the first leg of the throne. He embodies the attribute of loving Hashem. Yitzhak is the second leg. He embodies the attribute of awe. Yaakov is the third leg. He embodies the attribute of compassion. And the Torah commands us to cleave to these attributes right as he is gracious and compassionate so shall you be gracious and compassionate and david amalek is the fourth leg of the throne he embodied and i am tefillah tefillah is a means for achieving all other positive character attributes without adding tefillah to every aspect of our avoda nothing we acquire is going to have any permanence and so as long as the world lacks the proper level of tefillah whether collectively or individually we cannot merit redemption tefillah is an absolute requirement for our geula and so there can be no true achievement without tefillah 
If, 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 if you therefore still imagine that you've attained something without praying for it, then you're delusional. Tefillah is vital. It's not merely an important detail or a nice thing that ought, that ought to be attained. Nothing, nothing can be achieved without it. And so, to what can this be compared? Let's say you went to a small market to buy a bottle of soda. And the storekeeper takes a bottle out of the, the refrigerator and he begins to hand it to you. And he stretches out his hand to give you the bottle and then the latter the, the, pulls his hand back, right? So the bottle falls to the floor. So tefillah is like a hand. It's a receptacle. Without tefillah, no matter what Hashem offers you, you won't be able to receive it. You understand? Tefillah applies to every aspect of your aboda, to whatever you want to attain. Love of Hashem, awe of Hashem, compassion, Torah study, mitzvot, etc. All these require tefillah. So when we begin our day, Hazal ordained that we pray. The Pasuk says, they shall fear you when the sun rises. So tefillah is needed at the point of transition from darkness to light. And this is the ideal time. So to have the ability to learn Torah through, properly throughout the day, perform mitzvot, do chesed. You know, the day has to begin with tefillah. The beginning of the day will then have an effect on the rest of the day. So if the entire day is under the effect of tefillah, then the Torah can last. The mitzvot can last. Everything else accomplished throughout the day can last. But if the beginning is not with prayer... But one, Hasve Shalom, tries to serve Hashem without even praying to Him, then we're like the customer in the example of the store, right? So you have to obtain the habit of uttering words of tefillah directly to Hashem throughout the day in the second person. So, for example, you wake up in the morning, leave your house, and you go to pray, or you pray at home. So if Hazal says that nothing can be attained without prayer, then even prayer requires prayer. So if you have to pray to Hashem before the tefillah, that you'll be able to pray properly, have the right kavana, that you'll have peace of mind without utter distractions or outer distractions from people around you or internal distractions like troubled thoughts and worries that come into your mind, then you have to turn to Hashem and say to Him, Master of the world, I want to pray to you. And I know that I need to pray and that tefillah is the most important part of the day. As the Kuzari writes, but I also know that if you don't assist me in my prayer, I won't even be able to pray. Please, Hashem, help me so that my prayer will be real and that I will be able to focus correctly, etc. And you might ask, if tefillah is indeed needed to attain anything, so from where does one have the ability to articulate that first tefillah? And that's a good question. And there's much to be said about it, but we have to briefly, you know, explain that the initial prayer is from the soul. It's from our soul, not from the brain. And, and here it's not the time to elaborate, and so we're not going to elaborate about that right here, right now. So everyone wants to say Pesuke Desimbra, and they should be said to reach the Shmona Esrei, right? And so the main part of the prayer without becoming distracted is by the strenuous thoughts. So commonly you'll struggle against such thoughts from time to time, but it doesn't help. So avoda, our avoda, has to be totally different. Since we know that we prayed yesterday and the day before, and each time distracting thoughts come to us, you have to stop yourself before the tevila and request of Hashem, Master of the world, I beg you, I beg you. I've been trying for days and years to pray properly, but there are always distractions. I personally don't want distractions. You know, so please help me by removing them and help me to truly have proper kavana, proper intent in my prayer. And if the main tefillah is not preceded by a tefillah, 
then it's not going to be real. It's going to be superficial and lacking inner power. And so there's a sense, though there's going to be Hasrashalom, a sense of separateness from Hashem. So this was just one example. So the idea of praying before doing anything applies throughout the entire day. Even when you conclude your daily tefillah, you turn to other endeavors, you have to pray about each act that you plan to do. If you're about to eat breakfast, pray to be able to eat properly, which means that while eating, you'll not be engrossed in the food, but in spirituality like Torah and the love of Hashem. If you're about to learn Torah, pray to understand it properly. If you're on the way to work, pray to be safe from disturbances like forbidden sights or chas shalom something that's you know it's an unfortunate situation so as long as you're alive in this world you have to use this method for example if you're working to attain awareness of hashem and for half an hour you totally lost it then remembered afterwards turn to hashem and say to him i know you're here but i keep forgetting it Help me, Hashem, to remember this important principle more frequently and to have a deeper remembrance of it. And another example, you might be developing faith in divine providence and you should contemplate various manners and say that, make, please make me worthy. Make me worthy of having deep-rooted faith in your providence. There's many details here, but the point is the same. You have to, you have to. A person that lives with the truth will not let 10 minutes pass without some type of prayer. And there's no, this is not an exaggeration, guys. You know, of course, there's a long road to travel before we reach that level. But nonetheless, the proper way of life is to always have the company of Hashem. And that's why you're here. That's what we're learning. So there's going to be intermittent periods of forgetting, but they're going to be followed by remembrance. So great people have lived who attained the highest levels of closeness to Hashem. They embodied what we say in our Rosh Hashanah prayers. Happy is the man who never forgets you. And only rare individuals can live without ever forgetting. But nevertheless, even the average person has to yearn to orientate ourselves in that direction. There's a well-known Midrash. Rabbi Lady said in the name of Rabbi Hanina, it's written, let every neshama praise Hashem. And this means that we should praise Hashem for each and every nishima, which is breath that we take. So this midrash refers to the extremely exalted level of constantly praising Hashem. And so before we reach this, you have to clearly understand that your very life always comes from Hashem. Your life is only from Hashem. If you live this way, you're going to come to feel Hashem's guidance each moment. And the unifying thread of your life will be tefillah. So pray to Hashem and ask, help me not to forget you, to feel that you're here and to love you. Every person should find the appropriate thing. But the main idea is from the beginning of the day until the end, you should be connected to the Creator by praying to Him. And praying to him. So the real purpose of all this tefillah is not to get what you requested, like children, parnasa, you know, health, spirituality. So of course we need these things, but Hashem can bestow them even without our tefillah. So of necessity, then tefillah has a goal of its own. So besides its spiritual and material blessings, its main purpose is a bond. It's a bond with Hashem. The word tefillah is related to the phrase. Which can be rendered with divine bonds I have been bound to God. And we know from the sacred works that tefillah is the main tool for bonding with the Creator. So you have to speak to Hashem directly in the second person. And yet know that He is a hidden nistar. Because He is infinite and incomprehensible. And this is the proper way. 
live with the feeling that you can relate to him but know deep down that he's hidden and concealed so to reach the goal of tefillah which is emuna and not to lay elokim niftaldi attachment to hashem you must fulfill these two conditions the first your prayers have to be said at all times to the extent possible and the second you have that to be spoken in the second person so that you are really with hashem at that time so when learning Torah, you can't pray each moment because it's going to interfere with your ability to learn, right? So the Sephora writes that even when learning, you cannot understand something, you should pray to Hashem for divine assistance. And then once again, you're privileged to understand. You say to Hashem, thank you for giving me the privilege to understand. And now I ask you to help me to continue to understand. And in this way, you're going to give thanks for the past and beseech for the future. So in this way, the Torah learning itself will be saturated with tefillah. As, a, as opposed to being a spiritual separation between them. So the Hazon, the Hazonish emphasized how important it is that Torah and Tefillah be perfectly united. If the bond between them is broken, then we too become disconnected from Hashem. You know, of course, in the same level, there's always a connection, but it's not very profound. So it's hard to imagine the incredible change that takes place when you truly attain this level. You have no idea. You become a completely mamish new person. You're going to cleave to Hashem in a way that cannot be grasped by the human intellect. You understand? If you take these words to heart, Hashem will enable your tefillah to generate tremendous closeness to Him. So, of course, to attain full devakas, love is required. And with Hashem's help, with siyata dishmaya ribonosherolam, now in the next lesson, we're going to elaborate more on, on, on knowing, on knowing that making tefillah is the mainstay of our life, how, how, how that works with loving Hashem and everything else. Okay, so with Hashem's help, with the help of Hashem, help all of those that have a true desire to be in the Vegas to you, help all of those that are attached to these lessons and have a desire to really come close to you, to attain that closeness to you, to have that the Vegas, that true the Vegas to you and that their soul should continue to learn. Okay, and then so by making this tefillah and making tefillah throughout the day and making it a mainstay of your life, it's 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 years of effort, guys. You have to just keep at it and never, never, never lose focus of it. And there are going to be times where you're going to forget. There's going to be times where you're not going to remember. But once you do, then you thank Hashem for reminding you and you ask Hashem to keep it in your heart always so that you should never forget to have tefillah for everything and anything that you do. It's as if your life depends on it. Okay, so as if your life depends on it. Do you understand that? Like, for example, if you're in a place and you know that you cannot go from A to B unless you utter words, and those words that you utter will move you from this point to that point, you're going to remember to utter a word because that word is needed for you to move forward. Have that in your mind that anything that you go to do, whether it's to go to work, whether it's to get up in the morning and to start doing your avodah, whether you're going to do a chesed, even before you start praying as we just discussed, 
Talk to Hashem. Ask Hashem that it should be amazing for you. Say, Master of the world, my God, my creator, my father in heaven, please. I'm about to say tefillah to you. I'm about to stand in prayer with you. Please make this a beautiful experience. Please don't let disturbing thoughts enter my mind. Please help me. You know, or if you know you need to pray and you don't want to forget mincha, for example, you say, look, Hashem, please, I don't want to forget that I have to daven mincha. Please make it so I should be reminded. I don't want to forget this important time of me speaking to you anything that you do anything that you need throughout the day whatever that is you ask and you pray to Hashem I personally before preparing Shabbat meals you know I say to Hashem Hashem you know this is Shabbat this is your Shabbat it's my Shabbat you gave this to me as a gift you know I'm trying something new please help me so this food delicious food can be enjoyed on Shabbat Kodesh Help me, give me ideas, make sure that the food should be tasty and delicious. And you know what? It works every time. You know, you need to get up in the morning to do a head, so you need to get up early. And let's say you don't have an alarm clock, you say to Hashem, they want to an alarm. I need to get up early to serve you. I need to get up early to be an evid of you or to be an evid of Klad Israel. Please get me up on time. I normally tend to sleep, but I want to get up early. Hashem will get you up. I do it all the time. You know, so I tell you, be in a state of tefillah. Make tefillah the purpose of your world. I mean, put signs up everywhere. Did I say tefillah? Say a tefillah. Do tefillah. Wherever you can put a sign, put a sign. And that empowers you. That reminds you to constantly be connecting to your God. And this, over time, because it's not going to happen overnight, and you're going to continue to ask and pray to Hashem that that bond should be stronger and stronger and stronger and to help you get there because that is your desire. Because remember, in a way a, a person chooses to go, that's the path that Hashem will lead them. And you say that to Hashem, and the path a person wishes to go, that's the path that you'll lead them. Oh, I want to be on the right path. I want to be led to you. I want to be in the vacas to you. Help me achieve the maximum amount of closeness that I can achieve in this world. And Bezrat Hashem, you're going to see miracles and wonders. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen. Amen.